Hello. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Audrey. And this is Mrs. and Mistresses, a... uh, What genre is this even? Historical comedy. Historical comedy podcast. We talk about some famous men in history and all the women and their lives. Typically the Mrs. and Mistresses. Today, that's definitely the case. Yeah, we're doing a clean cut this time. Who's our guy? Bill Clinton. Bill, Bill, William, Billy. (laughs) Good old (laughs) William, Billy Clinton. I don't even know his full name. Fuck it. Who cares? William. Yeah, but does he have a middle name? You know? Yeah, that's a good. Uh huh. Gotta find that out. William Jefferson Clinton. I knew it was a J. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else to say. Do you have some, do you have some background that you want to share? Not really. I think that we are really being millennials by choosing this one. Because I think that yeah. people older than us will be like, yeah, duh. You know? Right. Like, it's not... I feel like we're trying to do more, like... Uh, Obscure. Like, yeah, like, uncovering hidden history kind of thing. And I feel like this is just something that people in our generation don't really know that much about. Because we were, like, babies. I think that's the case. But it's also, like, people just talk about it in passing, but don't really delve back into all the details. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. this can benefit everybody. Yeah. And I think looking at it now with the lens of the whole Me Too movement, uh, yeah. it's interesting to look back on it now. And also after uh, Hillary's presidential yeah. campaign. Who doesn't too. want to talk about talk shit about Hillary? Yeah. I mean, I think that's something we as an American people can all um, agree on. No, I, I'm going to I'm gonna try to stay pretty objective here. I know people, you know... Oh, are we supposed to be doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I... I I learned a lot in this research, so I think a lot of other people will... I mean, I just kind of knew the general narrative around Hillary and why she's an evil person, quote-unquote. And yeah, I just just tried to look objectively at what actually happened, and I'm not really going to weigh either side. I'm just going to say what happened. But mostly we're just going to talk about who Hillary Rodham Clinton is. Uh, I my... thought that was her middle name for a very long time. Yeah. I like that she kept that. Very bold. Very new wave feminism. I, my, my notes are very scattered, so please excuse me. Okay. I'm going to start here. I watched this PBS News Hour. It was riveting <laughs> about oh, God. who Hillary Clinton is. Kind of just an overview of her life up until now. So, she went to Wellesley College. She was the first ever student to do a commencement speech, which is just, like, the epitome of an overachiever. I actually wanted to go to that college because she went there. Really? For a very long time. Okay. Yeah. And then I looked at the admission rate, and I was like... Is that in Chicago? No. I think it's in New England. Massachusetts, maybe? (laughs) New England. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. Uh... (laughs) Mm, want to google it real quick she seems like the kind of person that would go to like a i know it's an all-girls school and okay it's like i don't know maybe that's why i thought of wesley you would go to an all-girls school <laughs> i would love that oh my god oh my god yeah you're right massachusetts massachusetts see okie dokie um, it's a member of the original seven sisters colleges oh damn okay cool way to go so she did the commencement speech there badass uh she grew up in chicago suburbs and actually she kind of mimicked her father's political beliefs who was a staunch republican so growing up hillary was a republican which not surprising at all not surprising that's what i was gonna say Uh, 
Yeah, there's some overlap right. there. Um, she changed to a Democrat when she was in college. You know, she was exposed to all these liberal ideas in the 60s, late 60s, early 70s. Peace, love, rock and roll shit. Pictures of her when she was young. She's you can tall. Tell. Yeah, and also you can tell the age she grew up in. Like, she has the yeah. circle glasses. And but I was just watching this, and, like, even during the 90s as Bill was running for president, like, she's she was beautiful. I feel like no one talks about that because she's such a crazy person. But she's Also, not. we only... She's one of those people that, like, we only know as old. Yeah. When I imagine her now, I'm just like, that that boxy pantsuit. Yeah. Dear God. Oof. It's rough. <laughs> I just think of um, Looking like a Kate goddamn... McKinnon doing her on yeah. SNL. Yes. The more I listen to Hillary speak, the more I'm, like... It, it sounds like she's making fun of herself because I've just watched so much Kate McKinnon doing it. I'm like... This is ridiculous. Oh, I feel the same way about can't really... Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, so she converted to democratism, if you will. <laughs> That's um, pretty early. I still respect her. You can change your mind. Like, I, yeah. As long as you decide by college. Yeah, whatever. No she uh, went to Yale Law School afterwards, which many people know. Um, here she started volunteering in kind of local research organizations. She would go door to door in quote unquote poor neighborhoods and just ask poor children about their lives I guess which is kind of bizarre but I guess it <laughs> seems a little out of touch so I was gonna say this when you said she's from the Chicago suburbs Hillary Clinton like, out of touch no there's a lot like it's kind of not her fault like she was she's... destined to be out of touch yeah you know like <laughs> seriously though if you know anything about Chicago and the race riots yeah that she... were happening in her lifetime and yeah. that's probably why when she was little her parents moved to the suburbs yeah that's what all the white people in chicago did yeah yeah, yeah. so True. white flights i mean yeah i think she had good intentions but you know who's to say um she met bill you know william, william. j william willie j as i like to call him at uh, yale in 1971 i'm gonna take a brief interlude to go to this other notes page uh, where I have some details about how they met. So at the Democratic National Convention a couple years ago, Bill was speaking um, about how he met Hillary and it was like so romantic and dramatic and full of shit, but whatever, it was kind of cute. Um, so they met in 1971 in a class on political and civil rights. Oh. It's kind of cute. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he said she was very strong and confident and intimidating. Um, he tried to introduce himself to her numerous times, but never got up the nerve to do it. Uh, and then one day after school, he was in the law library and some friend was asking him if he wanted to join this club. And he was like, nah, and then found out Hillary was in it. And then he was like, yeah. I will join your club. And then he saw her like standing across the library. Her hair was flowing in the no wind because they were inside. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And then she like stared back at him and just walked over to her, you know, like Hillary Clinton walks. Scary. Um, (laughs) And she said, look, if you're going to keep staring at me, at least tell me your name. I'm Hillary Rodham. Who are you? And then... They fell in love and got married. Damn. They got married in 1975. So met 71, four years later, married. That's insane. Yeah. What the fuck? Anyway. Um, That's cute. 
that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. Fine. But we know what happens later. <laughs> that kind of thing really makes me... I think about this when I hear about Michelle and uh, Barack, too. Like, mm-hmm. how they met when she was actually... She's older than him, and I think she was, like, his, like, lawyer mentor or whatever. Because oh, he was still God. passing the yes. bar, and she was already a lawyer. And that really makes me think that, like, not that not that Hillary and Bill are what I would consider a successful couple, but it does make me think that you should marry someone that's in your field. Hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of, I'll talk a little bit about that, but just how there's a lot of, of the balance between Hillary and her career and seeing if she could be more successful in supporting Bill or more successful in, like, pursuing her own thing, or maybe her own thing is really just to be a supportive wife, but also, like, partner to Bill because they, they work together pretty much through everything, which is kind of admirable. Very Frank and Claire Underwood. Mm. Love that. So in this PBS news hour, um, <laughs> they, they discuss how Hillary kind of had to make this choice. And she decided of course, to go to Arkansas with Bill after they graduated, um, instead of kind of going her own way, whatever that might've been. Um, she worked in a law firm with him as his partner. She was the first female partner in this firm, so that was a big deal. In Arkansas, uh, Clinton appointed Hillary to work on the Arkansas Education Board, and she made some pretty big impacts um, and was pretty successful there, which was cool. She made a comment um, during Bill's run for candidacy about how, you know, she could be the stay-at-home mom that bakes cookies and sits at home and waits for hubby to come home or something like that. And she got a lot of backlash for saying that. And Bill was like, hey, could you tone it down until I win the election? (laughs) And she literally tried to be more, you know, palatable to the, the general, you know, electorate until he was elected. And then she came back out and was like, all right, I've shut up long enough and then she was back on her bullshit you know um (laughs) what are you uh, just just that whole wave of feminism yeah 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 how she had to like she just came from that wave of feminism that was like okay so now we have to be the opposite of caring wife and mother and all those things (laughs) now we have to try to be so hard that's why people see her as so hard i get it but i also see what she was saying like she was a tough bitch and that's okay I think is her point. Yes. And during that time especially, it was a little bit more of a big deal to say something like that as opposed to today, where it's like, get you a girl who can do both. It's true. It's true. Uh, (laughs) Run the country and bake cookies. Really need to point out, um, William Jefferson Clinton was born William Jefferson Blythe the (laughs) third. There's no explanation on his Wikipedia page of why why he changes his name. But, uh, yeah. Wait. I have a dumb question. You can change your last name as just a legal matter? Is that what happens? Yeah. I was going to change my last name. It costs a lot of money. What? But you can do it. I mean, I can see how people getting into politics would do that. You know, you want something Celebrities that do it all rings. the time. Yeah. They, like, on paper change it, too. Mm. Like, you're telling me, I don't know. Puff Daddy? <laughs> you don't think that's Snoop true? Snoop Dogg has changed his name. Is what Snoop Dogg? There's some rapper that changes. Yeah, he changed, Snoop Dogg changed his name, his name to Snoop Lion, like legally. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I don't know how we got on this. C- continue. <laughs> Hillary Lion. No. 
Um, so Bill, again, put her in charge of something else. When he was elected, put her in charge of the national health care reform This is situation. why you should marry someone who's in the same field as you, because if yeah. they become more popular than you, more successful, then... That's fine and good, but she was attacked by everybody about her policy. And, I mean... I, what did she do? Just tried to get kind of some sort of... It wasn't even as extreme as, you know, what Bernie wants today, but, like, some sort of universal health care initiative okay. and obviously we know how we feel about that today as a mass you know public but then in the 90s it was even worse and people were very against it fearing socialism or whatever the fuck after this kind of failure she's she's like she was like okay i have to fall back into the more traditional role yet again and i have to do what the typical first lady does so she started like traveling abroad a lot and supporting women's rights internationally which is great but she felt like she had to she had to fit in this role as a first lady and doing the kind of heavy stuff at home wasn't really working for her I guess uh, I think I'm gonna go into a little bit of the Monica Lewinsky stuff just a touch and then I'll talk about Benghazi oh. after the affair accusations came out Hillary blamed political foes not Bill she Blame the Republican Party, the Republican agenda, the media, everybody else for creating this rumor. And she apparently, you know, at least what she said to the public, she believed her husband and stood by him. So um, my question is, though, Monica was the end of a bunch of mm-hmm. allegations that right. started in 92 when mm-hmm. he was running for president. They all came out around the same time. Monica came out last, but yeah. It, okay. So this, like, didn't... It, this I was, think, like, multiple women over over a long span of time. I so think, that was always yeah. her stance towards it. I guess so. I didn't look that much into her... She talked about Jennifer Flowers in the 60-minute interviews a little bit, too, and she feels the same way. But I think that the Monica Lewinsky case was just special because it was a government employee and it was so close to Bill. Yeah. And they both worked with her. Um, she said it was conspiracy against my husband. This is from the 60 Minutes interview, which was, it was so hard to watch because it was just such a, they just skirted around every single question and they had everything prepared. They weren't, you know, afraid or stumbling, but they just had such schmoozy bullshit answers to everything. It was like, I'm not going to answer that. I don't think any married couple should discuss their intimate lives on national television, like that type of thing. And I was like, so you, so you did it. <laughs> so with that voice, I can't tell if you're being Bush <laughs> or Glenn. I'm Glendon. I'm sorry. I need to work on it. Uh, you're Arkansas and Texas straight. Sexual relation. I know. I'm going to fucking. With that woman. I'm so glad our podcast isn't national yet because I'm going to have some hate comments about this. <laughs> you got to really, you got to perfect that accent Shit. before we get famous. I feel like I do, I do Bush, Clinton, and Dr. Phil, all the same accent. Because <laughs> no, those are all Southern people. There's no discrepancy. I'm from the South, okay? I I'm know, allowed to do this. Yeah. Florida's not really Does Florida the South. Florida not really. No. Oh, the only people that have Southern accents in Florida live in North Florida, so it's, the, it doesn't make any sense. What's the part that the Florida the Georgia? Handle. Yeah. Oh. There's that, that whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's a the whole country thing about that. Country people. <laughs> okay we are college educated women okay (laughs) clearly we're from the north oh this is my favorite line about this is how i can't do my hillary voice because you're gonna make fun of me now she was like lewinsky is a narcissistic looney tune (laughs) 
So she tuned. Yeah. I'm like, that's the most 90s, like, comeback I've ever heard. So she was just trying to gaslight her, if you will, and make her look crazy. That type of thing. Dude, the whole idea of being a politician is inherently narcissistic. Like, you... Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting, (sighs) because what I'm going to talk about about Hillary in in a bit is how she... She never really had the the president or even being, uh, you know, the front running man in any type of race, whether it be Senate or the, the White House, uh, as part of her dream. It, it, it was more so to be like, as they say in this PBS thing, the workhorse, not the show horse. She was more interested in being behind the scenes, according to her. So who the fuck knows? Maybe she does love the limelight. But um, so, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Maybe that's why she never won. Hmm. Mmm, they had it all figured out, baby. Damn. So, basically, the affair, she excused the affair due to political pressure. Um, If if there was any admission of the affair, it was in a consensual way, Um, which is, I'm sure you're going to discuss this, which is arguably impossible because it's the president. Consent is a weird thing in that dynamic because he's so powerful. So, even when... It came out, like, even when he had to admit to Monica and Jennifer, those are the only people he admitted to, she still was like, oh, well, it was just because of political pressure. So, thank you for the lead-in. Oh, the segue. Um, Okay. Yeah. Um, After he had to admit, uh, she acted shocked um, to to actually hear the truth from his mouth. I like how I wrote, she acted shocked. I don't know if that was intentional, but there it is. Um... At the same time, she got a lot of slack on this because I don't think that's the right word. Flack. Flack, flack. is the right word. Yeah. Because she also had a initiative where she was like, we have to believe sexual assault survivors. Um, but she was like, except for that, Looney Tune. Don't believe that's her. Ironic. <laughs> yeah. Was um, this framed as a. I, this is, I should probably know the answer to this question, but um, was this framed like Lewinsky? Was that framed as sexual assault? Um, I think, think so. in some instances it was because it depends on how you look at like she was technically of legal age but with the power dynamic it was yeah but I don't think that like at the time I think at the time it was more like oh the president's having an affair I don't think it was like mm. you know like at the time it was like in 98 I don't think it was yeah, like reported I've, on as oh the president sexually assaulted someone right yeah they definitely I've heard it more often as an affair than yeah. anything else they also discussed Jennifer Flowers in the interview um, and I kind of have a little back and forth between them that I thought was funny, I guess. Ooh, okay. Um, the interviewer asks, you, your, ma- your marriage has issues? Because um, they kind of allude to that in one of their answers. And Bill skirts the question. is like, every marriage has issues. <laughs> <laughs> the interviewer asks, have you ever had an affair? Any married couple need not discuss that except among themselves is Bill's answer. Alrighty. And Hillary, ninety two. Okay. Yeah. And then Hillary goes on this long, drawn out tangent about how privacy is so important. I don't know. Also, you're about to be the first lady, so you better, uh, yeah, kind of get over that. And this is foreshadowing to her Benghazi controversy because (laughs) it's all about privacy, and she really loves that fucking privacy, you know. Kind of a side note, this is no longer part of the 60 Minutes interview. That summary is over. Um, Many accused Hillary of using Bill for political power when he ran. And everybody 
I thought it was interesting how a lot of these reports of Hillary were just about like, I don't know, they would talk about Bill and Hillary together and they would just be like, he's such a strong, cool leader. And they would talk about her and they would say that she's like a size eight. She has doll-like hair. They would just describe her. And I don't know. It just seems very bizarre. Just a side note. That doesn't seem very bizarre to me. She has a vagina. Yeah. Right. I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. In 2000, she joined the Senate race. She said she never considered taking on a political career until this point. Wait a minute. In 2000? In 2000, yeah. He didn't stop being president until 2001. Damn, that's interesting. I never knew there was an overlap there. Mm, yeah. Um, she was the first first lady in the Senate. She was okay, a well, senator in New York. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. She experienced a lot of controversy, obviously. Uh, in 2002, one of her most controversial acts of power in the Senate was authorizing the use of force in Iraq. Later, she called that a huge mistake. And then in 2007, when she started running for president, she went back on that statement saying that we need to be in Iraq and it's important to have a presence there. So what the fuck? Also, as she was running, uh, her team or maybe even herself tried to position her as very centrist to appeal to the majority of people. Um, And so she was very wishy-washy on a lot of things. And it was too early in the race for her to be making that sort of move and a lot of people say that's why she failed after she dropped out she then supported barack as we know she didn't drop out she lost right right yeah after she lost yeah make that very clear (laughs) (laughs) as if Um, anyone needs to be reminded that hillary clinton lost (laughs) (laughs) no i think people enjoy that Uh, There was the Whitewater scandal where Hillary refused to release documents, which is ironic. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that because I I just mentioned it and I'm like, I don't know what this is, but this. One of another of her failures was getting out of the Syrian war. Uh, There was no peace deal and no nuclear deal with Iran achieved. So a lot of um, ups and downs. With, with good old Hill. I thought it was really funny in one of these reports. They described her almost like a border collie. I know a lot about border collies because my mom has one. <laughs> so how a border collie works is like they're really energetic dogs and they're really smart and focused. But if they don't have a task, they can be very aggressive and cause problems. Oh my God. <laughs> so the, the quote from the report is relaxed when she had a job. So I think that she's a lot like a border collie because she just always needs to be busy and focused. Otherwise, she's just going to like, you know, fucking Wait, cause are, a war. Are you making this? Is this a Sarah Miller? Yeah. I'm calling Hillary Clinton a border collie. Oh my god. <laughs> that's on the record. That is pretty, that's pretty innovative. Thank you. <laughs> I was just like, why does it sound like they're talking about a herding dog right now? <laughs> See, this is why I keep you around. Um, it's now, so offensive, but Now, stop. I'm flipping to this next page that is titled, But Her Emails! Um, so Hillary was secretary, sorry, secretary of state under Obama from 2009 to 2013, during this time, she relied on one email server for work and for personal emails. Why the... Who... She did not set up a U.S. government email. Who thought that was a good idea? She did. 
I, you've been in the government for so long. You were yeah. first lady. And that's hence the controversy. Hence her emails. Okay, so in March 2015. Yeah, that can't just be like an oversight. That can't just be like, eh, whatever. Yeah. There has to be a reason for that. Yeah, I agree. In March 2015, the New York Times came out with an article that said it may, this, this uh, act of, of not having a U.S. government email is maybe a violation of federal requirements. Um, she said she did it for convenience, Though many doubt this. And then we're going to backtrack a little bit. So in 2012, uh, there was an attack on the U.S. consulate in Benghazi. Hillary was accused of being negligent the night of the attack. The FBI investigation shows evidence that numerous devices and servers were used and others were reportedly destroyed by staffers. Um, When I say numerous devices, I mean numerous of of the White House devices. some of which Hillary was using. Um, she said that she forwarded all of her work-related emails after, you know, these these allegations came out, that she might have been hiding something, that she was negligent with this Benghazi case. But others were found that had, had not been mentioned before. Other emails had been kind of uncovered uh, that she had not forwarded. So she was busted. This was not proven enough to an extent where you could really I don't know I think there's enough evidence but a lot of people are still saying that it was not proven tangibly enough that we could say for sure what exactly happened and what exactly she was hiding so we just will never know maybe we will one day but how it's all destroyed right but like some of it is I think most of it was recovered so why isn't there like a why isn't there an investigation or like a trial? There was something? an FBI investigation during this time. Okay. Um, it came up that there wasn't enough evidence to convict her of anything. So that's why people still call her a war criminal and say that she should be in jail. Um, and some might be maybe right about that. I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, the real question is like, has there ever been anyone in the government that's not a criminal? That's what I'm saying. That I that's where I think sexism has a play in how we treat Hillary. I mean, Obama did pretty gnarly shit too, but I mean, we we held her to a standard because she was, you know, a candidate for president. And that's what happens. You just have your life absolutely torn apart. Um, but also like, I don't know, look at the person that was running against her i mean trump there's nothing wrong with it nothing nothing really he's not really hiding anything anything. you don't have the documents audrey (laughs) did you hear him say that the other day no i don't yeah he said that (laughs) he's like the dems they don't have the the documents documents. (laughs) and i'm like so there are documents (laughs) yeah so so they exist we just don't have yeah, uh, every politician is a narcissist and a criminal. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the conclusion we're coming to here. Yeah. I wanted <laughs> this as part of the podcast. So a porter is called a porter because the porters would come home from work, working down at the docks, and they would always want a dark beer, like a porter. Uh, and so that's why they started calling it so that. romantic. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I felt like I learned that in a class that you were also in, but I guess not. <laughs> There's a lot of things we might have... <laughs> both been in the same room for and only one of us got the information we're teaching each other things that we learned in the same room (laughs) one of us just missed out on 
Anyway, this is a segment called Porter or Stout. <laughs> what the fuck is the uh, difference? Maybe I, I think stouts are darker. Okay. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I that's what I believe. Yeah, dude, my my lack of Okay. I thought you could offer me something. Knowledge is okay. cool. I don't know how I was ever a bartender. Cool. Alright. Yeah, so okay. So now on to the hope. We have a really um you know High tech studio here. Don't knock your beer over. Yeah, I was trying to be aware of that. Okay. Is this better? Do you just have That's good. Do I just have a soft voice? Yeah. I don't think of myself so as a soft. You're so soft and delicate. I really don't think of myself as a soft voice person. Maybe it's like one of those things where my voice sounds soft because everything coming out of it is That's me speaking. Harsh. Yeah, I know. I see. I see the difference Holy in shit. Our... God, I am overbearing. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so speaking of fake names, Jennifer Flowers. <laughs> Jennifer, like Jennifer with a G. Is she? Jennifer question. Flowers. Is she in the sex industry? Mm, she never did porn. <laughs> that didn't answer my question. <laughs> Me, when I'm in a job interview. <laughs> well, I've done a lot of things, sir, but I've We're never done porn. Straight porn. <laughs> um, I don't know, but she was in a... Adult TV show yes. is how it was okay, described. Because that cannot legally be her real name. She mustn't. She, I don't. I just want to clarify. She's an actress. She's this an is, actress. Okay. This is Jennifer with a G. Jennifer Flowers. Jennifer with a G. Yeah. And Monica Lewinsky. Okay. Now she seems real normal, doesn't she? Monica Lewinsky seems like Ugh, I love that Madonna. Bitch. She is. Okay. Um. There just there's a okay. lot of lying under oath. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Maybe a I lot know. of sexual misconduct. Right. I why did they call it sexual? It's assault, but sexual misconduct is how it was called at the time. I don't really get that. Um, so there's the the misconduct, like the extramarital affairs that he's admitted to, which are Monica and Jennifer. But there's also like a whole Wikipedia page worth of other accusations, and it's just called Phil Clinton sexual misconduct allegations. <laughs> it's not a great sign. <laughs> It's a if very long Wikipedia page. Have a page. Don't get into that. Oh! <laughs> Do you have enough allegations to fill a Wikipedia page with nine things listed on the table of contents? <laughs> you capitalized nine. You probably did some shit. Probably. Um, so, yeah. They, these were not affairs. They were just more like incidents, we could call them. They were not like drawn out affairs. They were just like claims, accusations. He never admitted to any of them, still hasn't. Um, but, it, like, it's worth mentioning because it comes into play later, and also it's, like, the framework for all of this. Mm. So, there's Juanita Broad Broadrick, I want to say. Um, she has the most serious accusation. She says that he raped her in April of 1978 when he was the Attorney General of Arkansas. So, it, he was the Attorney General of Arkansas, then he was the Governor of Arkansas, and then he was President. Um, so this is like his first like high high profile job, and he did the whole like Weinstein hotel thing, where he's like, "Come, <laughs> I mean, it's Weinstein clearly got it from Bill. <laughs> they must have been friends. Also, he was friends with Epstein. I mean, when are we gonna mention that? Yeah, I thought you were going to. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not touching that with a nine foot pole. I didn't like write it down, but like, yeah, he was there. They were family friends. Jeffrey <laughs> didn't kill himself. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yes. I have the coronavirus. 
franchise. <laughs> wow, you're just so current. Such current news. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people think that maybe the Clintons have something to do with it because maybe Epstein had a lot of shit on the Clintons. He's said to be one of the, like, high-profile people that what? he that Epstein had information on. Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't be totally out of line once you hear all the shit I got to tell you. Fuck yes. Um... So, yeah. This is Mrs. and Mistresses, a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> a, a current news slash conspiracy podcast. Yes. So, um, this is kind of like, I don't, all the women have this problem, all the women that accused him, like, they all lie under oath, they all go back and forth about their stories, and, like, it really mm-hmm. doesn't help. I mean, not to, like, victim shame, like, I get it, you were, like, clearly in a crisis, all of this is really hard to deal with, but the way that they... I think the difference is that Clinton, both of the Clintons were going about this in a way that was professional because this is their job, whereas the women, like, this is their personal life. Yeah. So they were being very emotional mm. about it. Mm. Um, yeah. That's a good way of saying it. So she went back and forth about her story, and then she finally admitted anonymously in a, in a letter that was published by a political rival of Clinton. She said in the letter mm. published by the rival that he assaulted her, and that's what she said under oath in the trial. But then, in 1999, on Dateline, she said that it was rape, and that she was trying to protect her privacy before that. Wow. So, yeah. That I mean, that's terrible. The fact that you feel like it's going to make you look bad if you say that you were raped versus just saying you were assaulted, yeah, that's its own problem within itself. Yeah. Uh, then there's Leslie Milby. She worked at a news station where Clinton was a guest in 1980 because he was governor of Arkansas at the time, and she worked at like a local news station, so he often went on. Mm-hmm. And he allegedly assaulted her three times. This is just quite terrible, but I felt like I had to read it word for word from the Wikipedia page. No um, he was rubbing his crotch against her until he came to orgasm. Oh. I never realized. Am I dumb? But, like, that's where cum comes from. You come to orgasm, so it's cum. Wait. Yeah. I never knew that. <laughs> I never knew that. Oh, I'm glad I can be a part of this with you. <laughs> so, yeah. So he did that to her. Um, came to orgasm is a funny thing to say. <laughs> That's, yeah, you just say come until he came. Until he came to orgasm. Where are you coming? Why the John fuck did she not orgasm? just say come? Idiot. Sorry. I don't know who wrote the Wikipedia page. Could have been anyone. Oh. This is not oh, her saying didn't it. Quote This is a her. quote from the Wikipedia page. I just <laughs> thought it was very funny that Wikipedia worded it as he until he came to orgasm. Yeah. So he did that. Um, yeah, he did that three times in a year. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. It's not fucking funny, but it's so weird. And to do it multiple times, and it's like, <laughs> it's also just like, you could probably fuck, you could probably like actually fuck someone who wants to fuck you, but instead you're just rubbing your dick against someone. Was it, I have a, was it in his pants? <laughs> Because when you say crotch, to me, that means... His pants. Just, or the crotch of it, your pants. Yeah. Yes. I think that's how it was. What a fucking... Because they were at a news station also. Like, it's not like they were in private. Like, he's a horrible person. But, like, can I also just call him a weirdo? Just a fucking weirdo. I think that this is where the... So, we're going to get to this later, too, with, with Monica, where this is where the power dynamic comes in. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not just trying to get off, because he could... Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's a man of, he's weird. of power. He's not you know, super unattractive, he's got money, like, I'm sure he could find a woman to consensually have sex with him, but... (laughs) There's gotta be somebody out there for you, Bill. 
it's not that that he wants. He yeah. he wants the idea of like, oh, yeah. she's uncomfortable with it. That's what rape is. It's not. Yeah. It's not. I want to have sex. It's I want this power. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just. It's just. Yeah. It's it's fucked up on a lot Jesus of Jesus Christ. Of um, yeah. I mean, there's just so much like internal shit going on there. Like, mm-hmm. why do you want some? You you. It's almost like how women want men that don't want them back, you know, like that whole trope of like, he's just not that into you. Yeah. And like you want, you like the person that always doesn't like you back. It's kind of like that, but yeah. to a like horrible sexual right. extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, especially when you consider the fact that he had a wife at home who clearly was very in love with him and like. Is that clear though? I guess we didn't I mean, talk she gave about, up her a lot life, about it. Right? Like she. Or was that part of it? Because people still said that no, like that she wouldn't have. Interesting. She wouldn't have been able to be a woman president perhaps at that time like it didn't seem very reasonable but she still got so powerful just by being next to him and he gave her like all of these opportunities i don't know i don't know how she feels i mean next week we're gonna have hillary on the podcast actually she's gonna tell us how often she had sex with bill clinton exactly also they they have have a kid kid, okay one daughter didn't know that never hear about her um she does things i think she does a podcast with are you kidding She's me? She's not that interesting. I don't know. Oh, okay. I think it's fine. You well, next week we're going to be hearing from Chelsea Clinton on the podcast. About, about her parents' sex life. Mm-hmm. Her and her father do a podcast together. That's... I found that out. Wait. Are you serious? I swear to God. <laughs> what? Our rivals are Chelsea and Bill Clinton. Hi, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, God. If we're at a podcast convention, it's going to be super awkward. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Chelsea. Oh, Bill. <laughs> what I said about you earlier. I stand by it, but... So, was your dick inside your pants? <laughs> Bill, I'm... Hi, big fan. Question for you. <laughs> when you... Oh. Never mind. <laughs> when you came to orgasm. <laughs> Remember that? Three times in that one year? In that news station? Oh, Millie. Okay. I know. So... Paula Jones. That's the next person. Paula Jones is, like, the most famous one of, of all of these people that he hasn't admitted to. Um, in 1991, Clinton took her into his hotel room, once again, pulling a Weinstein, uh, propositioned her, exposed himself. Proposition? Yeah. Was, like, I don't know, like, uh, it's so tricky, because it's, like, you are going into someone's hotel room, and it's, like, use your common sense. Of course he's propositioning you. You're, by you walking, not mm. that her walking into the hotel room is consent, that's not what I'm saying, Careful. but also, like, he's not, he already propositioned you when you went into, like, why are you shocked you that you're walking into the hotel what room? what you mean by propositioned? Like, is asking, it? are you DTF? <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> I love just using that word now. I'm going to start using it. Okay. You I let just... me know when you're when you're DTF. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this guy came up to me and he was like totally propositioning me. It was disgusting. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. There's nothing wrong with propositioning someone if you're not in a, in a if you're not in a position of How power. How do you say that word them? with a straight face? I'm so confused. I don't know why it's so funny to you. <laughs> Is it so? It's such a long-winded way of saying yeah. do you want to fuck? <laughs> And like such a, it's nice being propositioned. <laughs> uh, Paula Jones would disagree. Yeah, clearly. Um, and then he exposed himself. Also exposing. I mean, he whipped his dick out. Like, come on. Hey, you like that? No. 
Nobody likes that. No, nothing. Is oh, a- we'll get to it. Oh my god, I have so much information about Bill Clinton's penis. Oh my god, I'm, this is the best thing I've learned from. Okay, let's let's get there because this is yes. very important. Okay, so she kept quiet about this until it was leaked to the press in '94. Once he was already president, he became president in '93. Um, yeah, I don't know. The whole like leak to the press thing is very. I feel like you leaked it, but okay, like. Uh, that's the whole thing about like how celebrities always say Fine. that like their shit is leaked yeah. and it's like mm. you pr- probably leaked you know like you want to be in the news sometimes it's like sometimes. Kim Kardashian leaked her own sex a tape person like close yeah. to them did it but I mean so, I yeah, see why she would be. it's like she doesn't want to be blamed and be like because at, especially at this time people just call her a slut and exactly. would just call her yeah. crazy or a loony tune yeah so it might look better if you have someone yeah. else leak it just yes. saying there's a possibility yeah. that it, she could have leaked it um so she filed a lawsuit for sexual harassment. During this lawsuit is where he first claimed to not have sexual relations with that woman. Um, that woman being Lewinsky, because this mm-hmm. came up during the trial. But we'll get to that. Should I'm just I give you like the background? Would you like me to say that in his accent? Go ahead. I know you want That's to. Okay, I'll do it later. <laughs> um, it'll come up again. Yes. Uh, so this is super fucked up. Paula <laughs> Jones's sister and her brother-in-law testified against her what saying that she described her encounter with clinton as happy and gentle um, okay first of all nobody talks like that he propositioned me and it was so happy and gentle <laughs> yeah uh so yeah that's super messed up but i mean but also it's kind of like uh, why would they what is their motive to testify against her i don't well understand. that's what i mean like they get clinton's gave them some it could be that counter. it could be maybe she, her sister just hates her or it could genuinely be that like Paula Jones is making a bigger deal out of this to get money mm. and attention. I mean, there's, mm. there's like, so many different things yeah. that it could be. And I think that looking into all this stuff really taught me that, like, it's not so in in the, like, feminist liberal bubble that I live in. I think that I always looked at this as, like, oh, well, Bill Clinton's obviously, like, the asshole. Yeah. And all of these women are were, like, assaulted. And yeah. it, that's just – it's just so – unclear there's so many people lying under oath here and also like so many motives to consider that like you really can't look at this and be like this is what happened yeah it's not that black and white i agree with you as much as i want to just like believe her yeah it's i think it's important to look at all the details yeah it's problematic to just believe anyone and also we're just never really gonna know what what happened yeah um but we do know what we do know is what Bill Clinton's penis looks like. That's right. Yes, give it to me. <laughs> Not the penis, the information so. about the penis. So, because her sister and brother-in-law testified against her, they were trying to prove that, like, you know, this was consensual between them. Yes. And so one of the things her sister said was that she described yes. to her a particularly a particular deformity on Bill Clinton's penis. <laughs> this is from The Independent. About possible quotes for, for the year of 1997, like quote of the year. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's there's a lot of impressive contenders for a 1997 quote of the year. There's Pol, Pol Pot? Pol Pot? Yeah, Pol Pot. Pol Pot saying, my conscience is clear. Fuck you. Genocide in Cambodia, right? Yep. Um, and there's Tony Blair calling Princess Diana the people's princess. But the winner <laughs> is clearly Paula Jones saying... In terms of size, shape, <laughs> sorry, direction, whatever the devious mind wants to concoct, the president concoct. is a normal man. Sorry. The president is a normal man. 
There are no blemishes. There are no moles. There are no growths. Uh, what? What is she trying to prove? So this is her trying to say that I didn't say anything weird about his penis. There's nothing weird about his penis. I didn't enjoy this. I didn't go and back to my sister afterwards and say, oh my gosh, you'll never believe this dick I just saw. Like, this, his penis was totally normal. But her sister said that she allegedly said in private conversations that his erect penis is about five inches long. <laughs> has the circumference of a quarter. Wait. And the head's off at an angle. Presumably rather like a finger bent at the joint. That can't be right. Uh, a quarter? <laughs> like a finger bent at the joint. I just kept going like <laughs> just e. bending my finger home. and yep. Uh Yeah, so um uh, I hate that image. It's not yep. what I thought you were going to give me. So, um, people said that the judge was considering having a medical examination on, on the organ. Yes, I support The organ that in question. Decision. Um, to see if, w- which was true, because, you know, if, if the penis is, is how They're the like, sister said she <laughs> described it, then, then Bill, there I'm you go, sorry. she wasn't assaulted. But if, if, if the penis is normal, You're gonna then take he's your a rapist. Out. So, you know, that's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a, would you rather? Everyone go ask the men in your life, would you rather have a normal dick? And be a predator? Or would you rather have a, a penis e. that looks finger. like a finger bent at the joint? Uh-huh. It's a conference of a quarter. That is... Five inches. Uh, the whole thing. I mean... <sighs> really paints a picture. I don't... Great description. I would never know how to describe a penis in such great detail. It's really She's quite beautiful. Yeah. Um, so the judge threw out the case because of all this shit. Um, she said that it lacked legal merit. But, you know, it got us the first ever description of a presidential penis. So... <laughs> I feel like she... The judge is like, I need a drink and for to quit this job now. Oh, we gotta thank Paula Jones for that. It's really important. Thank you, Jones. Um, <clears throat> so after the Lewinsky shit blew up, which mm-hmm. I'll get to, um, Jones appealed again, um, even though mm-hmm. the, the judge said, you know, this has no legal merit. She appealed again and Clinton agreed to an out-of-court settlement, paying Jones and her lawyer $850,000 to drop the suit. Ooh. Clinton's lawyer said the president made the settlement only so that he could end the lawsuit for good and move on with his life because he was also dealing with all the Lewinsky shit, the impeachment shit, the, what is it called, white something? White. White water? White, white, white water. White water. Mm-hmm. Uh, investigation. Yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of stuff he was dealing with. So he just paid her off um, just to move on with his life. But Jones and her lawyer say that the payment is evidence of Clinton's guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, Jones continues to say that he harassed her. Clinton continues to deny it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the interesting part about this is that this led to a landmark legal precedent by the U.S. Supreme Court, which ruled that a sitting president is not exempt from civil litigation for acts committed outside of public office. Oh. Yeah, Insane. that makes sense, though. Yeah. It's but, just so crazy that something so trivial can, can make yeah. a Supreme Court precedent. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is Catherine Wiley. Um, another one? She said that he groped her without consent. Uh, Linda Tripp, who we'll get to really soon, she's the person that um, leaked all the info in the first place. She, like, recorded Monica Lewinsky and stuff. We'll get to her. Okay. But Linda Tripp said that it was consensual because of the way that Wiley talked about her. She, she, mm-hmm. she was also an employee um, at the White House. So Linda Tripp, Kath, Catherine Wiley, and uh, Monica Lewinsky, they all worked together. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Linda Tripp said it was consensual because of the way that Wiley talked about it to her and she said that um that Wiley had sought a sexual relationship with the president and 
So it it turned out that she did actually lie under oath, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Linda Tripp is kind of she's kind of a cunt for saying that it's not consensual. Like I don't know. You yeah. don't really get to say that, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it was it was found that she lied under oath a lot, and I think a common thing with all of these people is that they all fucking published a book afterwards. They all they all <laughs> lied under an oath, and they all published a book after. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. So That's she did too. Sweet, sweet. Monday. Um, Ooh, yeah. what a babe. Jennifer Flowers, yeah, she's she's a babe. She's definitely like an eighties, nineties blonde babe thing going on. Um She's like a sexier so, Hillary Clinton. Honestly, I was really thinking that. Everyone go Google a picture of her. This is yeah. important. She does look like sexier Hillary Clinton. Um so in 1992, when Clinton's campaign was just wrapping up, so this would be, like, right before everyone voted for president, she admits to having a 12-year affair with him as a young actress in Arkansas. Okay, affair. Yeah. Okay. This is, like, now we're moving into people that he's confirmed and people that were considered affairs and not okay. assaults, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Um, or at least when it came out, it was considered an affair. Um, yeah, I, young actress in Arkansas. Let's talk about that. Why is that where you are as a young actress? Mm. I don't think that's Maybe really gonna. Was not was Hollywood really the? Me- yeah, I guess it would. Ninety two. That's pretty late. I don't know. You definitely shouldn't be in Arkansas. Definitely. Mm, well, what type of movies is she in? Maybe in she's in porn. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like she was described as she's an actress. definitely one hundred percent. I'm sure she's an actress. You can be an actress in porn. Hang on. Please ignore the typing noises you're about to hear. Actually, I'll edit them out. American singer is what it says right here. So who the fuck singer? knows? She sings? Oh no! <laughs> Am I allowed to quickly? No. Um, yes, yes. Do it if you play a small enough clip. Oh my gosh! It won't get copyrighted. Give a nice, warm welcome, <laughs> diva Jennifer Flowers. Jennifer Flowers. Oh, I'm Oh, I'm sorry. I knew she was on Broadway, so I guess we're the same for that. That's enough. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, I don't even know what I was Googling she's in the a, first she's place. She's a performer. She's, she's a, a performer. performer of all sorts. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Clinton denies this on 60 Minutes. It, it's the same 60 Minutes that you watched. Um, yes. He denies that the Jennifer's uh, saying that she has an affair. So she just, like, comes out and says, I had a 12-year affair with him when I was a young actress in Arkansas. Clinton uh, denies this, and then she gets mad and retaliates by leaking a recording of their phone calls to Star Magazine. And then... Mm. She has someone from Howard Stern interview her at, like, a press conference kind of thing. And, you know, like, Howard Stern is, like, super... It wasn't Howard Stern himself. It was someone that was on his show. Mm. Um, like, another interviewer on his show. Yeah. And, you know, they're very, like, raunchy. That's, like, the whole point of the Howard Stern yeah. show. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to say we're a little Howard Stern-esque. I would like to be... <laughs> I, 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 like, uh, aspire to be, like, Howard Stern. I, I think, think I hate him. I don't know enough about I'm him. I'm sure but he's I sexist, think but I, just I like, like the raunchiness of it. <laughs> I mean, we already talked about Bill Clinton's E.T. dick, so I think we're good. <laughs> so anyway, this this interviewer asked her if she was plan if she was planning on sleeping with any other candidates before the election, if Clinton used a condom, and if there was ever a threesome. She responded by laughing at the questions and like engaged with the questions. And her advisor told her not to do this, but she ignored him and, and did all this. Um, so, like, I love her. Yeah, she didn't really handle. Do we this love her? Well. I like her. 
Can I like you her? You can have your own opinions. I mean, why I do mean, you hear everything? You're always then? like, well, that's what you think now. And then you Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just listen to everything first, and yeah, then you okay. can give us your opinion. Okay. Um, so people said the tape was doctored, and later in... Well, actually, later in, in 2000, more people said it was doctored, but it's mm. never really been proven. And people okay. think that it is. It was never tested, because Star Magazine bought it from her, so I don't think that so... they test things for accuracy. Mm-hmm. Uh... So during the so going back to Catherine Wiley, um, she's the one who uh, found to be lying under oath, and she said that Clinton groped her. But everyone was like, "Okay, well, you kind of like, you know, were flirting with him, and mm. and you seemed happy about it, so it was consensual, whatever." So during her deposition, also, what the what is the difference between a deposition and a trial? Don't ask me. I don't know. During her deposition, not trial. That's the word that was used in 1998. Uh, while denying doing anything to or with Wiley, Clinton finally admitted to having a sexual encounter with Flowers because they asked about his sexual history when they were, uh, like, questioning him at the deposition about Wiley. So to kind of, like, get away with saying that he didn't... Because Wiley was his employee and Flowers is just just a person, like, just just an actress, you know? So... He kind of was like, okay, listen, I didn't do anything with this person who is my employee in the White House, but I did have an affair. I will admit for the first time that I had an affair with this actress Mm. lady. So, but he also only admitted to having a sexual encounter with Flowers, and Flowers is calling it a 12-year affair. So a small loan of a million dollars, a small sexual encounter that lasted 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing some parallels. Yeah. By the way, a deposition is just showing evidence. I think it's part of a trial. Okay. 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 Process of giving sworn evidence. Okay. So in Bill Clinton's 2004 autobiography called My Life. Hmm. How did he... (laughs) I shouldn't look at your notes, but every time I do, I giggle. I'm going to put my computer in the way of it so I, I mean, can't see it. I mean, dumbass name. Dude, like, <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like me trying to write my autobiography at age, like, 12. <laughs> my life. <laughs> or like, <laughs> like, what? Today, I found a rock. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> what? I can't even, it's not even funny because it's so stupid. I can't even make a joke about it because he already made the joke The himself. joke is made. Yeah. The joke is done. Um. So in this autobiography, he acknowledges testifying under oath that he had a sexual encounter with her, but he still states that it was only one occasion in 1977. Remember, you said they got married in 1975, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, something's uh, not adding up. Yeah, so I don't know. Not great at math, but that doesn't seem to um, work out. So then uh, Jennifer Flower sued the woman whose husband she fucked. Sued the woman whose husband she fucked. She sued Hillary Clinton? Yes, she did. <sighs> That's some fucking ball. Like, that is just... What is Sometimes she, uh... I think that, like, I'm out of pocket, and then... <laughs> you just remember Jennifer Flowers. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck did she sue Hillary? Uh, so she first sued Clinton's aides, George Stephanopoulos and uh, James Carville. In 1999, she sued okay. them for defamation. Okay. And then she added Hillary in 2000. She added her to the suit, so for for defamation. She's like, yep, yeah, and why the fuck not? She argued that um, they assumed that the tapes were doctor because TV reports said so, but they shouldn't have trusted the TV reporters. I don't really know how this could be defamation. Also, you fucked her husband. You defamed yourself. Hmm. I, so apparently the courts agreed. It was dismissed in 2004. Hmm. 
Yeah. So what a <laughs> the balls. I still like her. I'd uh, sue yeah, Hillary I mean, if I had the chance. Listen, to, this is the best part. So post controversy, since let's say like 2000, 2004 is when the lawsuit against Hillary ended, and uh, Clinton was out of office. She's done some hilarious shit since yes. then. She, wrote she a reminds memoir. me. Wait. The parallel between Trump and Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Especially because she was just singing a song called Stormy something. What? That's the song she was singing. Yeah. Oh my god, this is kind of beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, the parallels are. <laughs> so someone should make a porno between her and Stormy Daniels. I want them to, like, shake hands. They have the same look about them, too. They do, too. Yeah. yeah. Just different like, eras. Big blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. Oh my god, you should see her now. Also, the picture that you looked at of her was from the 90s, but yeah. now she has, like, super fake lips. Oh, yeah. So she wrote a memoir. Another person writing memoir. Uh, what the fuck else yeah. are you going to do? Uh-huh. You know? It's called Jennifer Flowers, Passion and Betrayal. That sounds like the worst romantic novel. Yeah. Uh, I'm buying it right now on Amazon. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure there's some great stuff in there. I wish that I had enough time in my life to, like, read that book before we did this and then maybe read an excerpt right now. That would be great. So she stated that she experienced a sexual naivete at the time of her alleged relationship with Clinton. The cover of the book Which, is like, so oh, jeez. <laughs> she does Glamour look hot. Shot. I mean, yeah, she looks hot. She's hot. I'll admit it. She's hot. Oh, yeah. Those lips. Yeah. I mean, now she's just got some... Fake lips. That's all right. It's... That's all right. Come on, Jen. All right. Go ahead. So, yeah, she says in the book that she experienced a sexual naivete at the time of her relationship with Clinton. But, like, duh. Don't we all? But also, like, is this something you can sue someone for? I mean, I, I know we sue everyone in America, but right. you can sue someone for them taking advantage of well, your she, sexual naivete? She didn't successfully sue them, did she? No, but, like... Right. What? You can just, you can he had to pay sue her. anyone for anything, but you're not gonna get far if it's that's stupid. true. That's true. And he didn't. I pay mean, her. He I say that lightly. There's a lot of stupid suits, but yeah, yeah. Just it's just you know, it's not nothing when you sue someone. They have to show up in court. They have yeah. to prove. They have to hire a lawyer. They have to prove they're wrong. He was also president at this time. Like yeah, you know, just it's, he's like I got a I got a war happening. Yeah, overseas. like. Um, so she guest starred in the adult-themed television comedy. I knew it. Called yeah. Dream On. I don't know what that really means. Uh, adult-themed television comedy. Watching that later. Yeah, we definitely should do that. Dream yes. On. Uh, yep. It's Australian. She lived in Australia for a little while. I don't know. I love this. So one. <laughs> random. Yeah. Uh, she had various guest roles playing herself on weird, like very C-list TV shows. Interesting. Um, she was an interviewer for WrestleMania. Interviewing The Rock in a backstage segment. <laughs> she was an understudy in the New York City Broadway musical Boobs, the musical. She was an understudy. <laughs> I love this world we live in. What? <laughs> I've never heard of Boobs. Ah, uh, Boobs, exclamation point, the musical. Oh, I'm at, I have to add so many things. I know, this. I know. There's a lot. What was you the gotta, first one? Dream On? Dream Boobs. On, adult-themed television comedy. Um, <sighs> in 2008, she put what she said were the answering machine tapes of her conversations with Clinton up for auction. 
she claims that in 2005, Bill Clinton asked to see her when he was in town, uh, but she declined the invitation and then told the media about it. I love her. <laughs> she was like, no, I'm not going to see you, and then picked up the phone and called <gasps> Star Magazine and get him. I'm like, Yo, You'll never believe what just happened He's to me. like, hey, Here you darling, go, America. I'm in your city. And she's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Hi, Fox News. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so when Clinton... Hillary Clinton ran against Obama. She supported Hillary Clinton, saying that she wanted to support her gender. So, but, you sued her. But wait, but oh wait. Okay. But then, Her gender? Like I'm confused by that statement. She wanted to support her gender. Like, I want to support women kind. I want to support women kind. Is that a word? Women folk? That's such some fucking f- fake feminism bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. So, she's like, yeah, I hate her as a person, but she's a woman, so I'm She's a woman, so her. I have to support everything she does. You're such a queen. Yeah. Shut up. Um, so there's that. Uh, but then... She kills her. I mean, that, we'll see. That may still happen in life. I just um, saw the price of this Jennifer Flowers book. It's $1. <laughs> Used <laughs> on eBay. Okay. Sorry. You can get it signed for $22. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you could get the answering machine tapes for like $25 I will fucking purchase those added to my car who bought those no. yeah fucking release what has happened I'm confused can we hear them they've got to be accessible. oh yeah everyone can hear them oh. she just sold the actual physical tapes <laughs> because beautiful. this was the 1990s that's so. got to be some yeah. fetish to someone I'm sure um, so anyway when Clinton ran again against Trump Trump, like, basically bought her out, oh, and hilarious. she tweeted her support for him. Uh, Jennifer Flowers tweeted her support for Trump and not Hillary in, oh, the, uh, in the next election. Yeah. Oh, Jennifer. Um, nope, you lost me. Done. In 2016. And then he, Donald Trump, paid Jennifer Flowers to sit in the front row during the debates to throw Hillary off. So Hillary gets to the debate against Trump, and she stands there, and she doesn't know. Look, she's looking straight at Jennifer Flowers. Why is no one talking about this? Is amazing work, honestly. Donald Trump's (laughs) most smart. That's (laughs) that's almost like somebody who has a brain would would come up with that idea. And they picked the right person too, because Jennifer Flowers is way more like in her face about it than Monica Lewinsky. You know, yeah, like yeah, just insane. Also, would be willing to do that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's pretty pretty fucking Why have impressive. I never heard of this? Yeah. Holy shit. Well, yeah. Uh, so that's Jennifer Flowers. Um, Monica Lewinsky. Um, oh, God. We haven't even gone to the, 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 the Monica queen. yet. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Let's hear it. So she was born to a wealthy family in Southern California. Her uh-huh. father was an oncologist and her mom was a gossip writer. This is important. Uh, her mom wrote one book and... It was about the sexual escapades of these famous opera singers. Um, so it's Pavarotti, uh, who's the only one I've heard of, but there's also Placido Domingo and Jose Carreras. Carreras, And this is, like, it's a very niche gossip thing that she's doing. Like, you have to be into, like, European uh, opera because they're Spanish and Italian mm-hmm. people and stuff. Um, but people say that she only got the information to write this tell-all gossip novel about their sexual escapades of all these opera singers that she only got that information by sleeping with Placido Domingo who was one of the opera singers. Nice. So yeah it's like super niche but it, this came up again when everything went down with Monica Lewinsky and mm-hmm. the president because everyone was like she just like her mom like got it from her mama. 
Um, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. How about uh, how the media is always hopping on some sort of gossip trip? I don't know. That's just yeah. bullshit. I don't think that, you know, Monica Lewinsky went into any of this to do it on purpose. But that is the way that uh, when it all this shit first came out, that is the way that they were framing it. It was like, you know, oh, well, clearly she was sleeping with the president on purpose to write like a tell-all novel like her mom did. Which is just insane because when you look at the like... I mean, I could see how people would have thought that maybe at first when they first heard of Monica Lewinsky's name. But, like, if you look at the effects that it's had on her life overall, yeah. she didn't do this on purpose. Right. Um, so, her mom also divorced her dad and then married a media executive. So, there is, like, a way that you can frame this, a way that you can look at this where Monica Lewinsky is very steeped in gossip and media. And, mm-hmm. like, she is a media-connected family. And mm-hmm. she comes from, you know, there's, like, the government and the press. And she comes from the press as... You know, it's like a family line. Yeah, but then wouldn't that affect her positively? I feel like the media just tears her down. So yeah. it's, it's so. contradictory. Yeah. Um, so she grew up in Beverly Hills. She went to school in Bel Air. She's like super fucking rich. I mean, that's also the point I'm trying to make here. Mm-hmm. Um, she transferred from Beverly Hills High School to Bel Air High School. And, like, only for her senior year. Which, like, you know it's us when someone transfers their senior year. Like, something's going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and this is because she had an affair with her married drama teacher. Oh, yeah. Talk uh, about drama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that affair continued for five years. Oh, the drama teacher was married. Did I say that? He's yeah, married. He's um, the married drama yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just her teacher. Also the married, married drama teacher. That was married because he was married to yes. a wife. Uh, that affair continued for five years into college. She went to college at Lewis and Clark in Portland. Um, she majored in psych there. And she graduated in 1995, and she stayed with him all throughout college. Um, stayed with the drama, drama teacher, teacher. who was yeah. married. Yeah, stayed together all throughout college. Um, yeah, five-year-long affair, because senior year of high school into yeah. college. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Um, she bro- only broke up with him because she moved to D.C. to take an unpaid summer internship with the White House chief of staff. Don't we all? And she also only got that job because of a family connection. Just saying, this is like a not to not to like she's not a bad person and like she still oh, is no. a victim of a lot of That's things. But she comes from money and she only got the job because of a family connection. And yeah, then yeah, she, yeah. you know, yeah. we'll get to it. So she got a paid position with the White House, uh, with the White House office. Of... <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm familiar with that office. The Office of uh, Legislative Affairs. Okay. She worked there for a summer internship, unpaid. In the summer of 1995. This is like July. By December of 1995, she had a full-time paid position with the legislative affairs. She claimed to have started her affair with Bill Clinton in November of 1995. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, I'm familiar with internships in this field, and getting paid in them is not That quickly. You have the summer internship, and then by December, you have a full-time paid job in the White House. No, not, not typically. So, you know, she was sucking dick and it worked real fast. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can imagine. (laughs) Fucking E.T. finger. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it's... I feel like I'm I'm a... I've crafted such a great story where you you know what his penis looks like as I'm describing people doing things to it. I feel like that's just great. That changes so much for me because he's less 
threatening. <laughs> now that I know that your penis is only as wide as a quarter. Honestly, that is smaller than a hot dog. That is maybe the size Five of a Five inches dog. and as wide as a quarter. That's a hot dog. That's an Oscar Wilde. It's, it's, it's a bent hot dog. O-S-C-A-O. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, like, truly, like, we should take a moment and just, like, give thanks, because I think this is probably, I know this is only our second episode, but I'm willing to bet this is the only time in the entire, in the entirety of this podcast where we will have a description of the dick. We should make that part of our jobs. That's our duty from now on. I think we should only pick people who we have a description of their dick. Let's start there, at least. All right. Well, that helps us with how to go forward. Um, okay. Gives us a guiding force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I might go to, um, go to graduate school and, like, really, really take some time to look at historical figures' dicks. Historical <laughs> figures' penises. They're that's, I mean, that's pretty, like, I need to it's pretty niche. Talking. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Narrow down your interests. Do some weird-ass shit. Not yeah. actually go out into the real world and get a job. Actually just delve into some obscure stuff yep. that's never going to And that's what I think I want to do. Or anyone. Me too. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so in 1994, also, like, um, in this timeline, so you have... 95 is the year that she has the summer internship, and then by the end of 95, she's working um, for the White House, like, full-time. In 1994 is when Paula Jones came forward with all of her shit. Okay. So, like, about the assault and, and so the case like, begins. So, like, Lewinsky already knows, everyone already knows that the president has sexual assault claims against him. Yeah. And, I mean, Lewinsky's only 22 at this time. She just graduated college. So, yeah. like, okay. This all makes sense, but, like, just painting the picture for you, like, not only was this the president, but also everyone already knew that the president was, like, a womanizer. Right. But, yeah, I just think that wasn't maybe such as such a big deal as it is now. Like, mm-hmm. again, with the Me Too movement, it's just not... Oh, yeah, for sure. ...a thing then. Yeah. Um, so by April of the next year, so December, she starts working there. By April, they transfer her to the Pentagon because she's spending too much time around the president and it was weird. Like, her supervisors thought that... Interesting. She, yeah. Um, also, like, as an intern at the White House, you, typically you don't even spend time with the president. Typically you meet him once. At least not today. I don't that's, know. That's exactly what I wrote. Like, who the fuck didn't notice that an intern was getting all this time with the president? Yeah. Like, this has to be the kind of thing where how everyone in Hollywood knew that Weinstein was a pig. Yeah. Like, it just has to be one of the things where everyone knew that this Lewinsky thing was happening. Yeah. Just the, the general public didn't know. Everyone in, in the White House, for sure, right. knew that they were sleeping with each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she worked as an assistant to the chief Pentagon spokesman. Um, and then we get to Linda Tripp, who I mentioned before with the Mm -hmm. Jennifer, or no, uh, Catherine Wiley thing. So Lewinsky told her coworker, Linda Tripp, about her relationship with Clinton. So she fucked up, she leaked it, Uh, and especially to someone that she worked with, like, not a good idea. If you're going to tell someone, tell someone outside of work. Tell your mom, like, goddamn. Um... So then Tripp began secretly recording their telephone conversations beginning in September of 1997. So in 96, in April of 96, she gets moved to the Pentagon. By September of 97, the relationship's still going on. So this is a pretty long, like, affair that her and Clinton were having while he's in office. Like, it's just, it's insane that they got away, well, they didn't get away with it, but it was insane that they thought they were getting away with this. Yeah. Um, 
Lewinsky left the Pentagon position in December 1997. So by December, it was like, you know, mm-hmm. I can't even do this anymore. Okay. Um, so at Linda Tripp, I mean, this bitch should really go down in history as one of the worst friends ever to exist. <laughs> I, I, the only person I can think of is, is Brutus and Caesar. Julius Caesar. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, she's the modern day Brutus. Fuck you, Linda. Brute? You too, Brute? E2, Brute? I'm fucking it up. What? What do you think? E2, Brute? The, the Latin phrase oh. that Julius Caesar says to Brutus when he kills him? And you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. E2, right? A2? A2. I think E is right. E, I don't know. E, yeah. E is and in Spanish and A is and in French, so which one is e. it? E. E2, I took Latin in fourth grade, so you can okay. count on me. All right, Brute. But I was just, I was just wondering, did I fuck up his name, or is Brute just Brutus in, in Latin? I think so. Okay. Um, so she's a Brute. Yeah, like as the Polo Jones case progressed, uh, Lewinsky gave an affidavit during that trial, and she denied having any sexual relationship with the president. So she lied under oath. I mean, this is where she fucked up. Like, Monica Lewinsky did do something illegal. You really are not supposed to lie under oath, people. Like, does fucking... They... A lot of these women, like, fucked up their own credibility by... Yeah. Lying under oath. Mm. Um, Before this, she didn't do anything illegal. But, you know. She also tried to get Linda Tripp to lie Mm. under oath, too. And Linda was like, no, I'm not doing this. Shitty situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, like, yeah. On the one hand, you can look at Linda Tripp as, like, a, a bitch. But, like, on... And, like, a bad friend. But... On the other hand, you can look at her as like, okay, well, she's actually trying to follow the laws here, and you know, and she did. I will say that she did. She kind of saved herself from looking like like an entirely horrible friend because she did convince Monica to save certain pieces of evidence mm. that ended up really helping out Monica mm. in the end. Okay. So she was kind of like, you know what, dude, you're crazy. You like love this man, but like you're. Mm. This is. I I know what's best here, and like they think I'm she gonna. loved him. I mean, Linda definitely thought that she was in over her head. Mm. Say that much. Okay. Um. Yeah, there's no, like, no one ever said Yeah, that. I mean, it's a long time to hook up with somebody without having. I mean, also just, I, uh, yeah, Monica was, like, super troubled. We'll get to that. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this was good because later Clinton claimed that he had no sexual relations with Lewinsky. And it got to the point where Monica kind of had to admit that it happened or else she mm. would have gotten in super trouble because she didn't yeah. lie under oath. So, like, it's good that she saved these things. But we'll get to the evidence that she saved. Okay. Um, so now let's talk about Kenneth Starr. Uh, Ken Bistar is the Solicitor General, and he was the one that was investigating the Clintons, Hillary, and Bill for mm-hmm. the suspicious real estate dealings that they had, and this is what the Whitewater controversy is. So, it was a financial thing, which means that I'm not exactly sure what was happening, but, uh, <laughs> Yes! It was suspicious Agreed. real estate dealings that the Clintons owned. Okay, yeah. Hillary and Bill together, and Ken Bistar was looking into this, and so this is the person that Linda Tripp gave this information to that she was recording mm-hmm. of Monica. So... After Tripp reports everything to Kenneth Starr, Kenneth Starr broadens the investigation beyond the Arkansas land use real estate yeah. dealings, and he includes Lewinsky, Clinton, and others for perjury and subordination of per- mm. perjury in the Jones case. So, yeah, like, I I always thought this whole thing was, like, kind of like a very, like, slut-shaming, anti-sex, like, dumb Republican scheme. Yeah. But, like, honestly, it kind of makes sense that he got in trouble for the shit. Like, yeah. he... Yeah, it wasn't just, like, extramarital, not super consensual sex that he was getting in trouble for. It was all the lying under oath that was really yeah. wrong. And, like, it kind of just... His, like, his wholeness was the obvious weak point mm. for Candace Starr to, to, like, go against and his enemies to, to go against. And 
you know, like, because of his, like, sloppiness in one area of his life, it yeah. uncovered a lot of the, like, more shady shit that he was into. Stuff that was kind of, like, more wrong than the sex. Like, the mm-hmm. real estate shit. And, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, just, like, lying under oath is not cool. And that's, like, not the precedent that we want to set. Yeah. And so, like, in a way that it, it's really good that this stuff happened. It sucks that Monica Lewinsky was, like, such a victim of this, as we're going to get to, but, like, mm-hmm. it's good that we have this precedent set where, like, if you lie under oath, you will be impeached because, like, look at our situation right now with impeachment. Yeah. It's good that we, like, are showing that no matter what side of the aisle that you're on, you if you lie under oath, you will be hmm. yeah. in trouble. Okay. So um, the news of the Clinton-Lewinsky relationship broke in January of 1999. A long time after the, like, original Paula Jones stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just shocking to everyone that he lied under oath and also that, like, there was someone in the White House right now that he was, like, right now having a relationship with because she quit in, what, 97? And by January of 98, it was out. I don't know when they actually stopped having a relationship. On television, in a nationally televised White House news conference, Clinton stated, I do not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. <laughs> Uh, this matter instantly occupied the news media. Lewis spent the next week's hiding from public attention in her mm-hmm. mother's residence, which, super ironically, was at the Watergate residence in <laughs> D.C. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was bad. Like, the, the way that they attacked her was, was really, really bad. Yeah. Um, and the way that they, the way that she had to kind of join the investigation that Kenneth Starr was doing was super fucked up. Like, she had no choice, really, and... Yeah, they just kind of, like, put her in a room and was like, listen, we know you lied under oath. Hmm. You have 24 hours to decide whether or not you're going to join us or, or yeah. stay on Bill Clinton's side. And she really liked Bill Clinton. Like, I think she really did love him. And, mm. and she, you know, she was just super troubled. Yeah, I don't I don't really understand. So when the news of her affair with Clinton came out, also the news, because that was who they dug into her past, and they found out about the high school drama instructor. Yeah. And then that came to light. And then he... That guy turned over to Star, Kenneth Starr, uh, various souvenirs, photographs, and documents that Lewinsky had sent him and his wife during the time that she was in the White House. Like, I, she is such a very troubled girl. Like, what are you doing having an affair with the president and then sending it back to your high school drama teacher who you had an affair with? Sending it to him and his wife. What? And his wife? Yeah, intentionally and his, his wife. wife. I don't know. I, don't, I couldn't find any information on it. Huh. It was super weird. Like, she just is obviously, like, super troubled. Yeah, she yeah. just, like, not... Not altogether there, not making great decisions when it comes to, like, men who are older than her, and, like, yeah, just... That's bizarre. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, at this point, she kind of has to join Kenneth Starr, and she becomes, you know, they, they put her in a room. They literally, like, I, I, I found um, a lot of accounts saying that they took her and put her in a room, and was like, you can stay here for 24 hours until you decide whether or not you're gonna tell us. Like, you have some time to decide. She couldn't call anyone, like, they just, like, caught her, basically. My God. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of fucked up and illegal because, like, you can't just do that to someone. No, <laughs> Even if yeah. you are the Solicitor General, you can't just be like, so you have no time and you can't, like, change your clothes or eat or sleep or yeah. call your mom. Like, So she becomes part of the investigation with what is called transactional immunity. So because she was giving them information, she can't get, um, like, any – she can't have any kind of legal repercussions for her lying under oath. So okay. basically erase the fact that she lied under oath. That's why she did this. She was like <laughs> – she – kind of, like, made the right decision that, like, Linda wanted her to make all along that she couldn't make earlier, which was, like, sell out the president to save yourself. You yeah. have to. Okay. Um, yeah. So when, like, faced with jail time that would have happened for lying under oath, she was like, okay, I guess I have to give up. Yeah. Bill. 
Yeah, Bill also said in that that conference, the press conference, um, there is not a sexual relationship, an improper sexual relationship, or any other kind of improper relationship. Then he tried to save this. (laughs) He tried to defend himself with the fact that he was using the present is, and technically there was no relationship at the present time in which he was speaking, so he wasn't lying. He said, it depends on what the meaning of the word is, is. Oh my god. Can you repeat the quote to me just so I can... There is not a sexual relationship, an improper relationship, or any other kind of improper relationship. Oh wait, an improper sexual relationship. Is, okay. Is, there is not. Yeah, I mean... So, I mean, technically at the time, there was not one, but there was one in existence. So this is where the evidence that Linda had Monica save comes in. Okay. The blue dress. Ah. The blue dress. Star, Kenneth Star, obtained a blue dress from Lewinsky with Clinton's semen stained on it, as well as testimony from her that the president had inserted a cigar into her vagina. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I heard of this. Were we talking about it? I don't know. I never heard of it until... I think I talked about it at work. Yeah, I was talking about it at work with people. What the fuck? Was it lit? Bill, can you just... When we meet up, I have two questions for you. That's it. I mean... Wear your pants on. I, I'll i admit. was a cigar lit. There what? is a... What yeah. are you going to admit? Jesus Christ. I have been scrolling on the internet. Oh my god. Pete's on Pornhub. And... Oh. You there is a smoking section. Okay. It's like one of those things that you like, I'm looking at porn and like, you know, I'm just trying to get off and then you see something that's like, oh, that just grew I need to now I, turn everything off to, and, yeah. and stop now and I'm never going to think of sex again. Oh, I was going to think like, I have to watch this now. <laughs> oh, no, no. It just does the opposite for me. I'm like, okay, that's enough for today. Goodbye, like, internet. Interest. I'm not... It doesn't appeal to me sexually. I just want There's that on a record. smoking thing on on Pornhub. It's like one I of the did categories. Not yeah. Watch cigar porn. <laughs> I did not insert a cigar <laughs> into her vagina. Oh my god! I need to hear that from him. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so apparently, it's a fetish people have. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's everything. But like, I kind of when I saw the category, it was like a picture of like a really sexy like porn star lady with a cigarette in her mouth and I thought that the fetish was like smoking women smoking while you fuck them I okay. didn't think it was their vagina actually smoking the thing oh my god but apparently that's not what Bill's into he's into another level of yeah okay um what if I was just like I'll admit I have put a cigar in my vagina <laughs> I was like where the fuck <laughs> is she going with I'll admit right now? I don't she think was, we need to confess it was a pause that really <laughs> You're um, not under oath. You don't need to tell me the truth. <laughs> I insist that you don't. Um, this is also around the time where it came out about her giving him oral in the Oval Office. That's like the famous thing everyone knows that she gave him oral under the Many Oval Office. Many rappers have mentioned this in their discussed. songs. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, once the like is thing didn't work, he tried claiming that since it was oral sex, it wasn't like sex sex. You, you just... Stuck so, your dick in her mouth for two and a half years? Yeah, he was like, you asked me if there was a sexual relationship. It was oral sex. It wasn't sex sex, so I didn't lie under oath. He said those words that you just told me? <laughs> he didn't say sex sex. Oh, but... <laughs> I was like, the president of the United States said sex sex. <laughs> okay. No, but like, that's what he claimed. I don't know. I don't have the exact. I should have looked well, up a transcript fine. or something, but basically the gist of what he said. Also, I, I am aware that at this point in 
the American history. A president can say fucking anything. <laughs> yeah. But not at this point that we're talking about, though. Yeah, there was yeah. still a little bit yeah. of decorum. So, yeah. I, then he tried that. He tried being like, oral sex is not sex. Yeah, you're going to tell me you were with this woman for like over two years and you didn't fuck her. You didn't you fuck just, her. You just yeah. put your dick in her mouth. That's Dicks the only place both. where you put it. I don't... Yeah, okay. All right. And then when that didn't work, he tried saying that he was in the receiving position and that the acts were performed on him. And not by him, so he didn't lie and drove. Uh, Bill, I mean, points for creativity <laughs> yeah. and innovation. I, also, points for like lack of shame. You what just the fuck? like no, no points for that. You psychopath. Yeah, like the what is happening? Yeah, was this how close were each of these three excuses? to each other like was it all in one day where he was like okay no, no, that no. i think impeachment trial is like the one we're dealing yeah. with right now it take a long time it just slowly over months this happened okay i mean um still. i yeah he was impeached i mean that's the next he was impeached he was impeached yeah and he but was he stepped down office? he stepped down like, before okay. he was impeached. yeah he just got to the point where he was like all right i played all my cards i'm gonna go now okay yeah so he never was actually impeached yet yeah he just well left he was impeached he was not removed from office. Yes, 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 yes. Because our current president is. He's impeached. Yes, but still in office. he probably will not step down, is what people are saying. Like, the difference between Trump and, and Clinton is that, like, Clinton stepped down because like, he had some amount of shame. Right. Trump lacks that entirely. We may need to, like, seriously remove, forcibly remove. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm fine with that. Everyone else who has ever been impeached has, has stepped down, I think. Mm-hmm. Nixon did. So, like... I don't know how relevant this is, but, you know, it is very interesting. Like, this had a really important effect on the Democratic Party. Al Gore was Clinton's vice president, mm-hmm. and the Democratic Party kind of, like, took a big hit from, from this whole situation mm-hmm. with Clinton and, like, this whole scandal. It it was a drag on the enthusiasm of the party, and, and that's how Al Gore called it, a drag. I um, like how you said hit and drag, and those are both terms that you can apply to smoking. <laughs> from the cigar out of Monica's vagina, perhaps? So, her pussy took a big drag on the Democratic <laughs> Party, okay? Ew. I don't like that. Um, big blunt of democracy. <laughs> We smoke weed, I promise. <laughs> yeah, I. They just said that this this reduced Democratic votes. Um, okay. Basically, yeah. Bill Clinton's we know who crooked next. ass penis could be the reason why George W. Bush was president. I'm just saying. Crooked stave. <laughs> His crooked stave, which is the name of the beer that I'm drinking. <laughs> His Shout name. out if you guys want to sponsor it. Yeah. I mean, stay. Mrs. and mistresses. If you tell me you don't want to be associated with Bill Clinton's penis. Tell me that. Nothing can be better for me that right now. Campaign. Honestly, you can write a novel afterwards. Um, so a political analyst have um, call, like termed the voter phenomenon Clinton fatigue. And it's the reason why less people voted Democrat in the 2000 election. And the reason why Gore lost. Um, yeah. I just... Clinton fatigue. There's even like evidence to show that this low personal approving approval rating for Clinton affected Hillary Clinton's campaign like years later. For it's sure, insane. Yeah, um, but it, it has shown most significant impact on Gore's chances of the presidency. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so this is Lewinsky on 
My Life, his uh, autobiography. Wait, um, Lewinsky's autobiography? No, no, no. Like, Lewinsky oh, on commenting his, on My Life. On Bill Clinton's, Clinton's autobiography. autobiography, yes. So um, many autobiographies. Because she has one too, right? No, Obviously. she doesn't. No? So, yeah, I'll get to that. Um, okay. So, he, she can't. Because of the transactional immunity, she legally can't say anything. Oh my god! So I thought she had spoken out. She she spoken someone. out. She did. Third she spoke party. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, she helped someone write a book called Monica's Side or something uh, like that. Okay, okay. So, but like she cool. didn't write. It's not an autobiography. Cool. It's not exactly the same. Yeah, she but she can still do it. Um. So she said about Bill Clinton's autobiography that he's. She called him a a revisionist of history. Um, he lied. He had lied. I didn't really expect him to go into detail about our relationship, but if he had and he'd done it honestly, I wouldn't have minded. I did, though, at least expect him to correct the false statements he made when he was trying to protect the presidency. Instead, he talked about it as though I laid it all out there for the taking. I was the buffet, and he just couldn't resist the dessert. This was a mutual relationship, mutual on all levels, right from the way it started all the way through. I don't expect that he had to completely desecrate my character. He put that in his autobiography. She said that about his autobiography oh uh, okay that, that makes, makes way more sense, sense. Yeah. i was like why would he do that <laughs> uh yeah what an amazing woman yeah i mean well said um and she like yeah she legally couldn't say much because of the agreement that she made with star but she collaborated with someone writing monica's story that's what it's called and that's the closest she ever got to writing a memoir okay uh she laid low for like a decade she yeah. did some like dumb game shows and shit like that mm. um like she just basically became like a cultural yeah person icon. yeah a pop culture icon um but she had trouble finding work that she liked because of the infamy right um but since the me too movement she's been in the news again she right. gave a ted talk in 2015 mm-hmm. and called herself patient zero for cyberbullying oh. which is i feel like an interesting angle to take like yeah. she's doing the cyberbullying not like the harassment yeah. like power me too women thing like she's doing more of the cyberbullying route which yeah. is super interesting. interesting yeah um she tweeted me too when everyone was tweeting it. Um, and then she wrote in an essay in the March 2018 issue of Vanity Fair. She didn't really explain exactly why she used the Me Too hashtag, but mm-hmm. she did write that looking back at her relationship with Bill Clinton, although it was consensual, mm-hmm. because he was 27 years older than her and a position with a lot more power than she had, the most powerful position in the world, arguably. Yeah. Uh, in her opinion, the relationship cons- constituted an abuse of power on Clinton's part. Uh, she also said that she had been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder due to the experiences involved after the relationship was disclosed. Sure. Um, P- I mean, 27 years? 27 years older than her and the President of the United States. Yeah, that's, uh... I mean, I might as well revoke any consent bit. that was given, yeah. 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 Um, so she, like, I think it's just really interesting, like, very, um... I just feel like she's taking a really moderate route to it, you know? She could be, especially with all this, like, Me Too stuff going on now, she could really be like, he's a rapist, you know? But, like, she's being very, like... She I feel like if she did that, she would just not be hurt at all. Yeah. It's true. But she could still do that if she Mm -hmm. wanted to. She could go that route. She could go the Paula Jones kind of route. Yeah. But instead she's being like, no, this is an abuse of power. Like, I gave consent, but this is an abuse of power. And also I like that she's talking about cyberbullying, too. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. Um, She's Yeah. Uh, the most recent thing to happen with her is that in May 2018, she was disinvited from an event, uh, hosted by Town and Country, because Bill Clinton accepted the invitation. So, so they how did were, that work out? Did they were they... both invited, Bill Clinton accepted, and then they uninvited her. 
Was that they're doing, or did Bill Clinton say, no, she can't be here? I'm not sure. I think maybe Town and Country thought it would be inappropriate for them to both come. They had to pick one to uninvite, and they chose Lewinsky. Okay. Why would you invite both of those people is the real question. Why would you even send out two invitations? I don't get that. What was the event? What the fuck, Town and Country? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. The fuck? So, as of May 2018, people are still assholes, turns out. Turns out. Yeah. Who knew? As of January 2020, people are still assholes, so, fortunately. Uh, yeah, and um, it's even worse this time around, turns out, with the whole impeachment thing. That whole thing. Uh, uh, I wish this impeachment had more sex in it. <laughs> you know what this impeachment is missing? Just a, a cigar and a vagina. Just a dash of that. God, I need a weird kink. Yeah, you need something, Trump. I mean, if you're going to make us glued to our CNN every single night, give us something. I mean, interesting. Yeah. I, I'm just anything. Okay, Ukraine, Biden, blah, 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 blah. Show me some tits, okay? Show me a curved penis. That's all we want. I win a description. thicker than a quarter, though. <laughs> the description of Trump's penis come out, which it inevitably Ooh, will. I don't want to. His I thought penis about that. will inevitably come out. I don't want to know. I don't. I, I truly. I'm curious. Scientifically, I think that shows a real fundamental difference between us. What is the harm? I don't want that image. It's hard enough looking at his face. Yeah, I know. But sometimes you just have to be brave and look at the truth in in the face. Okay, well, that's something for everyone to think about. Would you, if you if you had the access to the documents, would you look at them? Those are the documents he's talking about. <laughs> that's what he thinks this whole thing is about. He thinks it's about his penis. He definitely has a small dick, right? There's he's no way he doesn't to. have a small dick. You can't be that weird and aggressive without having a small dick. Anyway, thanks for coming to my <laughs> TED Talk. <laughs> Oh my god. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Cool. We just wrapped up episode two. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. There's nothing on there yet, but there's gonna be. Hey, listen. I'll post a picture of Bill Clinton's dick, okay? Yep. Check it out. Promise it'll be there. Is it? Is it on the internet? (laughs) A picture of his dick? It's not on the internet, no. Why do you say numerous wives? What? Bill Clinton dick. Um, so I think we have to go and watch the um, the uh, adult film television comedy now. Uh, what's it called? Dance off. Dream on. <laughs> <laughs> Dream on. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I know what it is. The fact that I thought it was dance off. <laughs> dance off, dance off. Uh, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. I Bye. love you. What? <laughs>